Welcome to the new WellMed Radio, a service of WellMed Medical Management. Over the next half hour, WellMed Radio will educate you about the health and wellness of adults everywhere. Co-hosts Dr. Marissa Charles and veteran broadcaster and attorney Ron Aaron will share information to improve your health and well-being. Here are Ron Aaron and Dr. Marissa Charles. Well, thank you so much for joining us today on WellMed Radio. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host, Dr. Marisa Charles. Dr. Charles is a DO, a doctor of osteopathy, and we're delighted to have her with us as we do every week here on WellMed Radio. In almost two years that she has been co-hosting this program, when she originally signed on, it was for like a week, but uh, we wouldn't let her go. So we're delighted to have her here and uh, uh, have conversations every week on WellMed Radio about a variety of medical issues that affect predominantly Medicare-eligible seniors and others. And Dr. Charles, it is, as always, great to see you. We see you on Zoom. Folks on the radio or on podcast just hear us. That's right. No, it's good to see you too, Ron. And we're going to take up a topic today that uh, is one that in all the shows we've done, we have never done a show on social work and social workers and March's Social Worker Month. So we're going to take that up with our very special guest, Dr. Chris Arnold. Chris is a senior medical director for WellMed. He earned his degree in biomedical science from Texas A&M University and College Station, earned his medical degree from the University of Texas Health Science Center in Houston. Dr. Arnold completed his family medicine residency at the Corpus Christi Family Medicine Residency Program in Corpus Christi, Texas. He's a 2012 graduate of the WellMed Leadership Academy and works closely with behavioral health support for WellMed as well as social workers to help address social needs uh, within patients and organizations. And Chris, as always, it is great to see you. Thanks for coming on WellMed Radio. My pleasure, Ron. Thanks, uh, thanks for having me today. Share with us what the social work program is all about. Folks may be surprised to hear that uh, WellMed Medical Management through his clinics actually has social workers available to help people. That's right. We actually have employed social workers, and especially during this pandemic era that we're in, you know, a lot of social issues have come up for patients. Unfortunately, they may have been smoldering uh, underneath a patient's care, but you know, with the stress and anxiety of the of the pandemic, some things have come up uh, where patients need more and more, more more help that social workers can provide, and so we've realized the value and the hard work that these social workers do um, is really critical to a patient's care plan, uh, regardless of what medical conditions they have. Now, for those who don't know, what is it the social workers can do? Oh, boy. Uh, So I guess I would start with something called social determinants of health. So these are different categories of health needs that may not be medically related. So Things like food insecurity, transportation issues, housing uh, concerns, patients that may need medication assistance, legal problems, utilities assistance, you know, some some help with maybe end-of-life care discussions, uh, you know, and everything in between. They handle all kinds of situations. The most prominent that I've seen their, their, I guess, benefit, if you will, is, is around mental health and, and emotional health during the pandemic and getting patients either the counseling or into programs 
uh, or just giving them resources that they can go to to kind of provide mental and you know uh, health during this uh, pandemic that we're in. I read a blog that you had written uh, where you uh, said at the front of it, you really weren't very steeped in mental health and behavioral health issues, but now you've come to be- believe and understand they're so important. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, it's if there's no health without mental health. Uh, Jamie Heisman, one of our uh, psychologists that works with us, he's also a social worker. Uh, he says that quite a bit. There's no health without mental health, and that's so so very true. Because you think about when you go in and talk to a patient about their blood pressure or their diabetes, if they're distracted, Ron, with you know where their next meal is going to come from or the you know the leak in their roof from the plumbing issues they're having they're they, they're not going to they're not going to take their medication they're not going to walk out of that exam room uh listening to what you talked about or you know changes in their medications or how do they how do they get transportation to go to the pharmacy so if we don't take care of those things uh you know first then their their physical health will will lapse and and we're seeing that is if we don't take care of these social issues that our social workers are so critical in helping solve, uh, their their physical health will fail. No, I agree. It's been a, a fantastic resource to have available for our patients because especially um, after hospitalizations, for example, um, sometimes the needs that they have after that trip to the hospital are very different from you know the way that they were before they went in. You know, you think about falls, you think about you know, people that have had fractures or big changes in their mobility, you know, now they're needing significant assistance within the home. And that's where our social workers really shine and come in and help out. Now, for um, those who just joined us, you're listening to uh, WellMed Radio. Got a little tickle in my throat here. I apologize for that. I'm uh, delighted to have you with us, Dr. Chris Arnold, our special guest. He's a WellMed medical director, and our co host, Dr. Charles, is with us. So, Chris, how are social workers assigned to patients? Well, we have uh, care management teams uh, that help support different clinics, whether they're an employed clinic or a contracted clinic. And so uh, care managers, uh, think of them as liaisons between the clinic and the patient when they're in in the hospital setting or skilled nursing setting. And so their their role is to coordinate a safe discharge for the patient. If you think of it just that simply, their role is to ensure a patient goes home safely. And so if they get an inkling or there's a family uh, meeting they have, or they hear something that the patient says that makes, you know, some little red flags go up, then that at that time, they would pull in the social worker that's part of their pod, part of their team um, that would support that patient. And, you know, social workers have panels of patients that they and families that they coordinate with and ensure that the patient's going to go home in a safe manner. I mean, something as simple as is hoarding uh, is a very, very common problem that not a lot of people talk about. But uh, just in, 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 the, in the older folks that we treat, that's a very, very common theme just with the whole you know, uh, you know, hoarding issue and the and the safety and the and the sanitary conditions that patients may go home to if they have an open wound, for example. We want those who aren't sure aware. What what is hoarding? Hoarding, uh, simp- simply collecting a lot of uh, things or unnecessary uh, items 
this is left over from the maybe the uh, Great Depression when there was things that were not uh, available, kind of like during the pandemic with, with toilet paper. So people would hoard toilet paper, right? So they would hold, hold, hold <laughs> buy and purchase several uh, maybe items of toilet paper and hold on to them because they know they will need them eventually. And so they kind of took this to the next level. They would hoard then, you know, canned fruits or canned vegetables and meats and, and, and everything from, from vegetables to, you know, all kinds of pastas, everything. So it could be anything you could hoard, but it becomes almost uh, pathologic and it becomes difficult to walk through their home or, you know, pests become an issue uh, because, and it becomes a tripping and a fall hazard. So all kinds of problems with hoarding. They make TV shows about it and yeah, it's pretty, pretty, pretty difficult to understand. So just to recap, for those of you who may have just joined us, uh, we're talking about social work, social workers, this being the social worker month, March. And we're talking with Dr. Chris Arnold, the WellMed medical director and uh, PCP, in fact, he's got his hands back into the business, filling in at clinics uh, as uh, uh, the need arises. And we're talking with him along with our co-host, Dr. Marisa Charles. And Dr. Arnold, the nice thing about what you do, both as a medical director and as a uh, PCP, you still see patients. So you get a real sense of what their needs are. And, and social work has become a real emphasis. That's right. You know, we during the pandemic, we had to switch to a lot of telemedicine visits, Ron, because patients, you know, either, you know, clinics were either kind of shut down or for, for just sake of the pandemic or patients were, you know, paranoid about getting out into public or, you know, weren't vaccinated or weren't boosted. So they were having telemedicine visits. And because of this, uh, we were having a lot of technology needs. And that was another kind of social work, you know, kind of need we, we identified that patients don't have. A lot of patients don't have Wi-Fi or Internet access and or even the capability with a smartphone uh, or with a tablet uh, to be able to carry out a telemedicine visit. So then that became a social determinant of health that we identified. You know, you got food insecurity, housing, transportation. Now you've got this technology gap. And we had to try and fill that, you know, WellMed had this, uh, you know, tablet connect program where we actually delivered a tablet uh, to the patient's home so that they could have internet and a tablet to carry out these telemedicine visits to try and make up for that gap. And I recall, and, and you, Dr. Charles, and both of you uh, on occasion would actually see patients in the parking lot. Uh, you didn't bring them into the clinic. And so leaning through windows, you're uh, doing what you could on behalf of those patients. Uh, Marissa, what was that like? Well, I mean, it definitely was a challenge. You know, the good thing was that we were able to utilize some technology, like Dr. Arnold was saying. You know, we had these grand pads that we would use um, that we could transport to the vehicle and have a, a full conversation with them through the device. And then if needs be, if we needed to examine them, we could just walk right on over to the parking lot, but we would have to put on our full gear to try to reduce exposure. And it was definitely very challenging times. And I think we're all happy that um, we're not having to do that quite as much. Of course, you know, we have no idea how this pandemic will, you know, continue to affect us. And so we, it's great to know we have the option and, um, you know, the ability to see patients that way if we need to. All right, yeah. stay with us a minute, Dr. Arnold. We'll be right back 
This is WellMed Radio. I'm Ron Aaron, along with Dr. Marisa Charles. Nervous about going to see the doctor? At WellMed, many patients can see a doctor from the comfort of home with My Health Light Now. Enjoy a secure private medical appointment using a computer, smartphone, or tablet. You can even get same-day appointments. Go to www.myhealthlightnow.com to register or download the My Health Light Now app. Interested in becoming a WellMed patient? Visit discoverwellmed.com. Well, thank you so much for sticking with us right here on WellMed Radio. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host, Dr. Marisa Charles. And we're talking on our WellMed Radio hotline with Dr. Chris Arnold. He is a WellMed medical director and a PCP. And we're talking about, in honor of Social Work Month, uh, a program that WellMed has available where social workers are uh, stepping in to help WellMed patients. And Dr. Arnold, do you know if any other medical services are doing this? No, you know, some uh, some kidney uh, dialysis centers are handling uh, social work issues because a lot of patients with dialysis need support uh, with transportation to and from the dialysis center. And so I know a lot of dialysis centers as well as oncology uh, groups are providing transportation assistance. But it's really, yeah, it's really limited to that. Not a whole lot of help on the housing or uh, medication assistance or technology or mental health aspect of things. WellMed has in many ways been a leader uh, in, in a lot of fields. One was transportation, for example. Early on, Dr. George Rapier, the founder and CEO of WellMed Medical Management, uh, realized that if patients can't get to the doctor, they're not going to get the help they need. And so he started uh, Comfort Care, uh, which provides free transportation for patients uh, which really was breakthrough. And, and now across the country, you see a whole lot of uh, organizations using that concept. But the WellMed was the leader in that, weren't they? Yeah, they actually uh, worked with the health plans to actually make it a health plan benefit to get you know patients to you know enroll with specific plans. So a lot of patients found that need and found that as a, an enticing way to sign up for their that particular plan. And so they'll provide a certain amount of visits per year uh, for patients. You know, and WellMed was also a leader, Ron, during the pandemic when it comes to food insecurity. We actually started up something called WellMed Delivers, where we would uh, take a lot of workers that were, we were, were, were taken offline during the pandemic. So instead of the front line, they were taken kind of offline and re, you know, kind of had their job description uh, <laughs> scrambled and said, okay, now you're going to deliver some food to patients who, you know, have transportation issues, but also are maybe immunocompromised that shouldn't be in the, in the, in the grocery store. So we actually uh, had that developed and we still, still exist today. So social workers can uh, work with, you know, these types of employees that can deliver patients food. Pretty cool. And then the other outreach was vaccinations. Yeah, that's right. So WellMed was one of the large, um, large center vaccination sites for the San Antonio market and in other markets, but San Antonio was where it started and 
uh, Dr. Keenan worked with the local city council to be able to receive mass vaccinations. And we actually, I believe Marissa and I both volunteered uh, at those vaccination sites and monitored patients after they got vaccines. So, and they, and we had social worker access uh, at that time. So if there was patients that had needs, we could uh, get patients help at that time. Well, who are the social workers that you're recruiting who come working for WellMed? Uh, well, there's two main types of social workers. There's a licensed master social worker and a licensed clinical social worker. They both are a little bit different. Uh, the licensed clinical social workers have a little more clinical time and can kind of practice on their own. So when you when you refer somebody for counseling uh, or like marital counseling, then that would be typically be a licensed clinical social worker. But we we have both types of social workers that are employed and can help patients, like I said, with everything from food, transportation, housing, uh, financial support, debt services, utilities, you know, all of these things help with end of life discussions and just difficult family issues or law or if somebody's in jail trying to help coordinate that uh, for a patient and work with our case managers so patients can, again, uh, get home safely and make sure that they get their meds and get, get seen by their specialists if they need be. And what, Dr. Charles, has been the response of patients to the social worker program? Well, I know that my patients have really appreciated having that extra assistance. You know, we've had so many situations where, you know, a patient wasn't sure, you know, that they might qualify for a certain program um, and needed assistance. And so the social worker is always ready to step in. We put in referrals and, you know, send those specific patients their way. And then the social worker contacts the patient, makes sure they have all the resources that they need, helps them coordinate, you know, even with some of the other social programs um, through the city to try to help them get the help that they're needing. Um, you know, another good thing, you know, working with WellMed is we have weekly meetings where we discuss all of our patients that are currently hospitalized or that are in, a, say, a rehabilitation system. Um, after a hospitalization and our social workers will sit in on those meetings. And so we have ready access to them, you know, on a weekly basis where, you know, we collect our little notes for, hey, this patient was needing this and that, and then we can have the conversations. Well, you know, right now we're doing them mostly through Zoom or, you know, right. um, we're not doing them quite in person just yet, but previously we would have them in person and hopefully we will again, um, where we would actually get to, to have those conversations with the social workers face to face. And Dr. Charles, if people listen to this, they say to themselves, well, this sounds great, but I can't afford it. Oh, no, no, no. Um, no, there's no cost to the patient for um, having the social worker contact them. That's all part of the, the plan and the insurance, and and it's not something that would incur any cost for them. And Ron, well, too, the other- for patients. Yeah, the, the other thing too that we you, patients probably don't realize is after the social worker does their consultation and maybe referral to a community-based organization for assistance, they then will communicate back to the PCP through our electronic medical record, kind of closing the loop with, hey, you know, Mr. Jones, you sent to me for- you know, this particular, you know, Meals on Wheels, for example, hey, and this is the outcome of that. This is when they are going to be getting their first meal. And so you get a nice uh, continuity of care and kind of closing the loop on communication for patients. So, you know, something's been done and, and you can follow up with them about that, their, you know, follow up visit. And, and I suspect you get feedback on what their home condition is like, because the social worker 
will go into the home and may find, for example, there's no food in the refrigerator. Yeah, exactly. They, they do a little bit of uh, snooping around, obviously with permission, uh, to make sure that there's nothing else uh, that they need. You know, for example, hot water or something like that, assistance with getting utility support or grab rails to prevent a fall or if they've got, you know, an, an unsafe condition in the, in the bathroom or navigating stairs and maybe a wheelchair ramp. Well, then they can connect them to a company that can come out and build a wheelchair ramp again at no cost. You know, the idea is to connect them with community-based organizations that a lot of people don't know about uh, that are out there, that social workers just have that uh, spidey sense <laughs> of uh, what's out and available in the community. And so for the two of you, not in med school that long ago, I don't suspect you spent a lot of time in med school talking about these kinds of issues. Well, no, I, you know, I think a lot of that we start to learn more than anything once we're out in residency and then, of course, out in practice. But, you know, this being a, a very special situation, I was out in practice, you know, in a small town rural community for many years and did not have access to, you know, social work readily like we do here. And I think it was to the deficit of the patients. You know, this is something that really benefits them in their um, you know, ability to navigate, because it is very hard to know what um, applications they need to fill out, you know, who they need to contact for help with certain things, especially patients that are having a hard time, for example, with housing and um, needing assistance there. So I think it's been a, a fantastic benefit to have. I think people that maybe have always, like say somebody who came and started working with WellMed right, um, right at the beginning and has always had access to that, may not realize how special it is to have that access to the social workers. That's a really good and point. And so as a patient, yeah, if you need that or you think you might need that, all you need to do is ask your PCP. Just let them know, hey, I, I think that I might benefit from talking to a social worker because I need help with, you know, this, that, or the other. And then we can make a very specific referral to the social work program so that they can be contacted and get that assistance that they need. Aren't most people, Dr. Charles, uh, really embarrassed to admit they need that kind of help, that very often you ferret that information out uh, as you talk with them. I think that's true in a lot of cases, or, or a lot of times patients don't know that they can ask for that, you know, or, um, you know, that they may not be aware of the types of help that is out there. So, yes, we do try to, um, you know, ask the questions, you know, how's the living situation? You know, are you living by yourself? Are you driving? Are you getting around on your own? Those are, you know, important questions to try to ferret out, like you said, the types of needs that they might have in the home. And because, Dr. Arnold, you have periodic frequent contact with your patients, there's a continuity of care. And you can see if somebody seems to be spiraling downhill, if they look a little unkempt, if their clothes don't appear as neat and clean as they used to be. And, and then gently you can begin to ask questions. Right. Yeah. Asking the, you know, how are you handling the pandemic emotionally? You know, kind of a very benign way of asking how they're doing mentally. Uh, or how are you handling family dynamics with where to wear a mask? Or can you visit your grandchildren? Uh, or, you know, if you haven't had a booster, you know, some families are very strict on whether, you know, grandkids can come visit or whether they can travel. And so you can uncover that. And these weekly meetings that Dr. Charles was, was talking about, that's the whole point is to discover 
where where was the gap in care? And if you know you let's say you dig down and find out they didn't get a refill on their medication, well, why not? Well, I didn't have transportation. Well, why not? Well, my car my car has broken been broken down for two months, so I've been out of my diabetes medication. And you're just wow. You, you just think, oh my goodness, this is this is an issue. Then you pull in the social worker to kind of help get them transportation assistance or a via, like for example, a via trans application, get that in ASAP so patients can get picked up and taken, you know, uh, to the pharmacy or, or, or arrange for pharmacy delivery of medications. You know, they just need to switch their medications to a delivery pharmacy. So something it's, it's just that simple, but a lot of patients just don't know that there's a solution out there or a grant that's available for them to use. And that's where social workers are vital. And for many patients, uh, who may be really short on money, uh, cutting back on uh, prescription drugs can be life-threatening. Well, let me take this every other day, or let me uh, just stop taking this. Do, do you see that, Dr. Arnold? Oh, yes. All, all, all the time, unfortunately. Splitting of pills, sharing medication amongst spouses, it's pretty, uh, pretty common. I'm sure Dr. Charles has seen that as well. National Social Workers Month and we really appreciate the work they're doing with Wellman Medical Management and, and patients. Dr. Arnold, thanks for joining us. For Dr. Marisa Charles, I'm Ron Aaron. Thanks for being with us today on WellMed Radio. Executive producers for WellMed Radio are Dan Calderon and Leah Madrano. Our producer is Isaac Wilker. And associate producers are Natalie Ibera and Maurice Hudson. I'm Ron Aaron. We'll see you next week on WellMed Radio. Thank you for listening to WellMed Radio a service of WellMed Medical Management. We welcome your emails with suggestions and comments on this program at radio at wellmed.net. And please be sure to tune in next week for another edition of WellMed Radio.